Welcome to the Clubhouse with Shane Bacon. I am your host, Shane Bacon, and we've got Rookie of the Year a couple years ago and now a WGC victor and one of the names that continues to come up in conversation in major championships, Xander Schauffele on the pod today, talking about his two years on the PGA Tour, talking about the transition from amateur to web and from web to the PGA Tour and, uh, and what life is like right now for a guy that you know, has flown under the radar as much as you can when you've kind of collected wins a couple of years in and was Rookie of the Year and won at East Lake and now has the WGC title under his belt. So, you know, he's he's one of those next-tier guys outside of the, you know, the Rory and the Spieth and the Kepka and the DJ and the JT. Those guys are maybe grouped up. And then that next crop of players, Xander's right there. And I think he's on a very short list of next major winner and those guys kind of 25, 26 years old and younger. Great conversation. We chatted about life on the web compared to life on the PGA Tour. We talked about, you know, what he strives to be, not just on the golf course, but off and, you know, just about the season he's had and kind of the ups and downs of, of tour life. So you'll enjoy the conversation. He was great. This podcast, along with all of them, are brought to you by Titleist and the all-new Titleist TS2 and TS3 drivers and fairway medals. I have the TS3 in the bag. I've got the fairway medal, the TS2 in the bag. I love them. I think they're the best driver that Titleist has made since the 975D all the way back when I was grinding on the AJGA. The Titleist Golf Club R&D team have found ways to make speed grow in your driver in every detail, and you can experience that I've gained yards, I've gained ball speed. But don't listen to me. Get fit yourself. Find a driver fitting location now on Titleist.com and stay tuned. We actually have a sweepstakes that was almost ready for this podcast, but it will be ready, I believe, for the next one. And you'll have a chance to just win your own TS2 or TS3 driver. Jordan Spieth just threw one in the bag, and he's as he gets set for you know not just the end of this season, but 2019 and beyond. Check it all out, Titleist.com. Get fit. Trust me. Get fit. It helps. It'll make you experience. It'll make your time on the golf course with this driver worth it. Titleist.com. The new drivers are absolutely awesome. Also, brought to you by BetDSI.com. They've been paying winners for 20 years, Xander was five years old when they started pay, paying winners. The top rated on betting review sites, you can use your golf and your sports knowledge to make some extra cash. BetDSI Bet has a very friendly interface. It's easy to use mobile site, and it has the fastest payouts in the industry. Simply play, you can win, and you'll get paid. And hey, I've got a good offer for you. New members get 100% bonus match, 100% using the promo code BACON100, my last name, BACON100. That's more than double your money to start. You basically win when you sign up. That's a nice way to do it, especially if you know, you're know you up and down when you gamble. Check it all out, betdsi.com. It's only a game until you bet it at betdsi. Just a couple of house cleaning things. Obviously, you know the pods have been a little bit more infrequent. I've just been on the road more. We had the Top Golf Tour last week in Vegas. And, uh, you know, it's the third year of the Top Golf Tour. The talent continues to grow. There were guys that have played in major championships playing in the field. There are web.com guys that, you know, didn't quite make it, you know, through the ranks of that. And the talent level just continues to grow. The championship was fantastic golf. You know, and I mean, there's pressure-packed moments. I mean, we talked to some guys that played in the PGA Championship this year, and they were talking that thing up. So if you've never given it a run, just check it out. It's the Top Golf Tour. It's, it's two players Male, female, a mixed team, whatever you want. 
and uh, and it'll be around next year as well. And I mean, if you get through and you get to Vegas, you'll have a chance to win fifty thousand bucks, and it's a lot of fun to be a part of. So I was in Vegas for that. I had a couple of NFL games, as I told you last podcast. I've got some college basketball coming up. I was doing the math. I have played twenty-seven holes of golf in more than a month, which. For regular people that have normal jobs like a nine to five in the office, you know, that's maybe a little bit standard, even a little bit low. But, you know, for me, who does have downtime uh, a lot, you know, throughout the weeks at times, I feel like I've really been slacking on my golf. So I'm going to, that, that's, I'm recommitting myself to playing golf. The Charles Schwab event is out at my golf course at Phoenix Country Club this week. So obviously I can't get out there, but I'm going to really try over the next few weeks and throughout December and January where things slow down to kind of get back to it. I feel like I've kind of lost the bug a little bit. And, uh, and as I mentioned, the infrequency of these podcasts means I've got to give you two suggestions. I'm going to give you two podcast suggestions that I've fallen in love with over the last few months. The first one is the Shotgun Start. It's a golf podcast with Brendan Porath and Annie Johnson. I think they pump out three a week. I listen to every single one from start to finish, and I crack up. I mean, these are two of my buddies, so maybe I get their humor more than maybe some people do, but... I think it's hilarious, and I love the way they chat, and I love the way they play off each other. Both guys have very unique personalities and unique sense of humor. So check that out. That's the shotgun start. And then one that's a little different and not so golfy is Spencer Hall at SB Nation came out with It Seemed Smart. I think they debuted the podcast maybe two and a half weeks ago, and um, it's basically a deep dive into people that have tried to trick or cheat their way through sports. And, uh, and it has a little bit of that Malcolm Gladwell feel where you can tell they did a lot of deep diving into it and have really great research and scripts and all that. And they're not super long, you know, maybe 25, 30 minutes tops. I loved it. So the shotgun start, it seems smart. Both of those have been great. Check out Titleist.com for the TS2 and TS3 drivers. And make sure you go to BetDSI. And if you use Bacon100, you will get a 100% bonus match when you sign up. 100% bonus match. Do both of those things as we get set for the 2017 PJ Tour Rookie of the Year, Xander Schauffele. And we welcome into the clubhouse for the first time, Xander Schauffele. Xander, I was going to ask to start. Of your two years, on, I guess two plus years on tour now, how many iterations of your name on the first tee have you got, do you think? I'm, off the top of my head, I a bunch, honestly. <laughs> you know, ever since I was in elementary school, I feel like I've the, the last name's been uh, pronounced poorly or, or not even at all. Um, I've, had, I've had a few interesting ones, and I've had a couple of people choke up and sort of stare at me uh, <laughs> for some help. So people have had fun with it, to say the least. Yeah, you know, I, I always wonder about and this is a PSA for anyone that's ever going to do something on the first tee of any golf tournament, just go up to the guys before and ask them. It takes two seconds. Say, how do you say your last name? You'll say it, boom, you got it. I always wonder why they're so gun-shy to go up and be like, Xander, give me the exact pronunciation of your last name, and then they could nail it. I did want to ask, uh, I know you you obviously come off a big win in China. Um, I was listening to an interview you did during the week, I think it was after the first round, and, uh, and you mentioned you were going to take some time off. You said, I'm a golf nerd. It's hard for me to stay away from the game. You told me something before we got going. You've already added an event to the calendar, man. You can't stay away from it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I I love San Diego, but I guess sitting around watching other guys play uh, gets me going here. Um, I decided uh, yesterday or two nights ago to to play the uh, year-ending tournament in uh, Dubai for the European Tour. So I'm gonna head out, uh, leave here on Saturday to uh, get in on Sunday. 
Yeah, you there's really I've always said there's two types of pros. There's the guys that uh, that, you know, look at it as a job and that's what they do. And then there's the guys that are just massively passionate about golf and they want to be on the golf course. I'm assuming you're in the second category there on this time off you've had. I mean, have you put the clubs away? Is it hard for you to put the clubs away? It, it is. You know, I'd say I'm, I'm somewhere in between. I, I definitely look at it as a job. You know, I, I was supposed to use this um, this time here. Uh, the next event I had scheduled was Tiger's event in uh, the Bahamas. And, I, you know, I got back and I started working out and sort of doing sort of an off-season program uh, with my trainer back home in San Diego. And um, I just – I couldn't, I kept getting like notifications and my agent kept talking to me about, you know, what my plan is for <laughs> Dubai because, you know, with the win on China, it puts me, you know, up nicely on, on both, it counts for both tours. So I was an associate member of the European tour this year and I don't know, I just felt some sort of responsibility to, to go out there and, and sort of give it a go, I guess, you know, I've never really been to Dubai and, um, I don't know, you know, how many opportunities I'm going to get to go overseas. Uh, you know, I, me going over, I can't win the whole the whole uh, race in Dubai because Molinari is too far ahead. Uh, but I can definitely, you know, play some good golf and, and, and give it a go and see and see how we do. Yeah, I mean, it, it's got. I've always wondered what it must be like to be a golfer, um, you know, of your abilities coming off a good week, and then you have almost set aside time not to play. I mean, I've always felt like when you're riding that momentous wave. Why hang it up? You know what I'm saying? And, and I, I mean, do you, is, is that part of it? I mean, if you come off a victory and there's events out there to play, there's, a, there's big events to play with, with big purses and prestige that mm-hmm. comes with it. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming the itch is there even more when you're coming off the way you played in China. Yeah, it's, it's tricky. You know, I, when you win, the, there's no, like, the calendar is, is so interesting to look at just because – you know, we stop and start right back up, but this is sort of technically our off season, you know, this time of year is, is when most guys decide to shut it down leading into January. So um, I think next year will be uh, interesting with the new calendar, um, new season, I guess, of, of how our schedule looks, but it varies, you know, usually, you know, like you said, when you win, you want to, you know, strike it, strike it while it's hot, I guess, but I, I sort of won early in this season but late in the year so i am supposed to take some time off which is what i planned and i just like you said i i can't help myself you got to get those frequent flyer miles i want to take a quick break in the pod with xander to let you know that when it comes to golf equipment everybody wants a brand new driver they want a brand new golf ball they want really snazzy shoes but they always forget about their golf bag if you haven't changed your bag in five or ten years Treat yourself to an upgrade today with the Ogeo Cirrus bag. It is fully loaded with all the features you want in a golf bag, yet it is remarkably light, especially this time of year on the West Coast. It is carrier bag season. The Ogeo Cirrus bag will be on my shoulder. It has a water-resistant pocket for your valuables, a rapid access pocket, make it a quick and easy to grab a new golf ball. It has got a pocket for your water bottle so you can stay hydrated. Check out Ogeo.com or your local golf retailer to get your hands on the Cirrus today. Stop carrying around that old golf bag you have. Get a brand new golf bag and make that great brand new golf bag an Ogeo Cirrus bag, the world's best. All right, back to Xander. You're, I want to go back to your first full year on the web.com. If I read this correctly, you missed the top 25 by like a thousand bucks. How much are you in that position, you know, not being a PGA tour star, not being a guy that's already won and is comfortable in life, you know, how closely are you paying attention to that? And how were your last two and three weeks on the web, knowing 
that if you jump into that top 25, it's really life-changing for a young guy. Yeah, it's funny. It feels like it's been such a long time ago <laughs> um, since being on the web. But it was – I felt that was a, a crucial uh, – just getting through Q school, honestly, going before that. You know, those are some important steps. Uh, the tour is becoming so much harder to play on. And I think, you know, everyone's so aware of it. So there's this added pressure of getting through when you have that opportunity. You know what I mean? And I was – I think, I'm, yeah, like you said, I missed it at Pumpkin Ridge by like 900 – and something dollar everyone calculates to be like just one shot anywhere through the whole year that's, so, um, that's gotta like, be sweet. crazy thanks, on yeah. your mind yeah thanks thanks guys thanks yeah, for exactly. telling me that <laughs> glad i missed that tapping um <laughs> so you, you know it, it was it was an important it was good it was good that i was able to, to push through that that sort of tricky time you know at, at looking at it now i reflect on it and, and think of it as a tricky time but at the moment you know I was sort of gung-ho like my head was down I was so determined that I was gonna sort of walk through this um this whole situation sort of untouched um and so I guess that's part of the reason why we were able to sort of clutch up and 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 have that life-changing moment to to have an opportunity to play on the PGA Tour yeah I mean and and I've always wondered about the pressures I mean I know you're 25 and you mentioned you know it feels like it was just kind of yesterday that that it was there even though it's been you know like you said your your life has really changed uh, in the two years you've had on the PGA Tour, but you know you, you've you've been under pressure in PGA Tour events. You know you just came off a playoff win against one of the best players in the world, uh, but the pressures on the web have to feel different because you're playing. I mean, you're not just playing for a job. You're not just playing for the next season on the PGA Tour. But I mean, every dollar is huge for you in those situations. What are the pressures like when you compare them? I and mean, when you look at the web versus the pressures you feel now with big putts and, and big moments, I mean, it has to feel less life-changing than it did when you were going through the web as a 22, 23-year-old. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point, I think. To compare the two, I, I don't know. It's an interesting question. You know, on the web, it's, it's very what felt like do or die. You know, um, if you're not, for, you know, if, if you don't have much money, uh, if people are backing you, there's just so many things on the web.com going to PGA that people don't really see. Like basically put all your eggs in this one basket for this one moment. Um, it may seem at the time, obviously, uh, if you like, for me, it, it was sort of that situation, you know, I was, it wasn't like the funds were, you know, in the surplus here. <laughs> like I wasn't like I was getting paid a ton, you know, I was barely scraping by, you know, I had my buddy out chatting for me or saying, you know, this is all part of the process. Right. You know, it, it, it's, that's, that's part of what we call the grind. Um, so thinking back to it, it it's just, it is, it is crazy because you're, you're trying to, it's more of an internal battle, I feel like, versus a PJ tour on a PJ tour. This is sort of where your actual like dreams and goals you've, you've felt like you've had as a child or kid. This is where you're trying to accomplish them. So that's the pressure you sort of feel out here. And, you know, you have more eyes on you and there's just, on the PGA Tour, there's, it's, it's more of a circus. There's so much more going on around you besides golf, you know, that you have to be aware of. And on the web.com tour, it's sort of just you, your caddy, and, and just everyone else has got the same goal of just sort of grinding and getting through the situation because, you know, guys are like, I may have to quit if I don't get through exactly. the situation, you know, this year. Like, I'm out of funds. Like, this is it for me. I'm, I'm, I'm done if I don't clutch up here. So, you know, and guys have families and – the caddies out there aren't making any money either. So it's not just you who people are relying on. So, I mean, it's the web.com's a, it's, it's, 
becoming extremely competitive, which just adds that much more pressure to whoever's in that situation. Yeah, I mean, you look at, I mean, I, I always say, you know, you mentioned kind of the quote-unquote offseason. I mean, these are these are chances for young guys to go out and get victories, and we've already obviously seen it with Cam Champ, but, you know, that's what this PGA Tour kind of wraparound season allows is, sure, you're going to get a Spieth here and a Xander here and, and, a, and a Kepka here in the field, but for the most part, we've seen the last two, three years, this is the chance for those guys to take a leap and the funny thing is, when you take that first leap on the PGA Tour, I mean, you're talking about winning a million bucks. And, and as you mentioned, the stress of life, in a way, goes away, especially when you have two years of comfort. I, you know, you're a guy that came from San Diego State. And, uh, and I've always said, I mean, you know, this isn't a comparison in the sense of games. But, you know, you've got a little Zach Johnson in you. You know, Zach Johnson went to Drake, and he wasn't some touted amateur coming out. I know you've had some success in college, and you won some amateur events. But... When you look at the PGA Tour, you have guys like Jordan Spieth who went to Texas, and you have guys like Justin Thomas who went to Bama who were quote-unquote can't-miss guys since they were you know nine years old. What do you mm -hmm. feel like changes um, when you turn professional for a guy like you who didn't go to the biggest school in the world, who has been massively successful already in his career, versus maybe one of those highly touted amateurs that just can't seem to get it going once they turn professional because we see those types of players you know, you know, come through and disappear a lot. I think the difference would probably be, you know, it takes Zach and I, I the pressures of making it weren't, you know, everyone, if you go to, to Zach's hometown or my hometown, you know, everyone believed in us to make it, you know what I mean? It's just not something that was covered or talked about. Uh, you know, everyone from my team believes that I could right. make it. Obviously there's pros and cons, you know, of being the it guy like Jordan and Justin, everyone's telling these guys, you know, you're supposed to make it. You're supposed to be great. You're supposed to do all this. So there is that added pressure, but as long, along with the pressure, people give them confidence at a young age to tell them, you know, they they were given opportunity. I mean, through their play, they were had opportunities to play on the PGA Tour. They they were successful. So like their confidence at 16 or 17 was something that I'm barely touching touching upon now. You know what I mean? I didn't have that confidence when I was as young as them because they were so good so early and people saw it and talked about it. So there's this buzz around them. Um, and I think they weren't, they weren't scared of it. You know what I mean? When you look at some amateurs that have that buzz around them and they come out and aren't as, aren't, are not as, uh, successful, maybe the moment kind of got to them too soon. But if you look at JT and Jordan, they embraced that moment and sort of just took off with it. You know what I mean? They used it as a, as a propeller to win majors and, and, and just lead our, you know, young generation of golfers, you know, in the right direction. So someone like me, I was sort of in the, in the dark and I didn't really, I, that's, that's honestly where I like to live. You know, I don't <laughs> want anyone to really know who I am. I don't want, um, well, you're not people, doing a good like, job of that. You keep winning all the time. Yeah. You know, of course, the better you play, the more people are going to talk about you, but I, you know, I like to keep to myself. I have a really small team here in San Diego and, um, most of the guys too out there, you know, all the top guys, they, they, they keep to themselves. That's sort of something I've learned and their teams are pretty tight knit and small as well, just because it's just tricky. You know, everyone wants your time, the better you play, everyone wants to do this and that with you, the better you play. So, um, you know, there's still a lot I need to learn moving along here, but it, it's definitely an interesting point you made. I wanted to tell you about podium. It's a platform for offline businesses to manage and maintain digital communications with customers as well as keep an eye on their online reputations and reviews. Get this, 20,000 businesses are now using this system and it handles over 4 million customer interactions every month. Do you ever feel like you've had a great experience with a business and would have been more willing to leave a glowing review but nobody asked? 
Well, Podium is here to help, and you can look at the numbers. 83% of happy customers are willing to leave a review, but only 23% actually do. That is crazy. Reviews matter, and the way you show up online determines who shows up at your door. Go to podium.com clubhouse for 10% off your monthly subscription. Become the obvious choice online. Go to podium.com clubhouse to get started and save 10%. Okay, back to Xander. Yeah, is there somebody that you look at? I, I know you've mentioned Rory a few times uh, in interviews and, and such. I don't know if his name just pops up because you know him or because you play with him you know, frequently or whatever, but is there a player over these two years and into kind of your third full season on tour that you look at, the way he approaches it, the team he has, the personality he has on and off the golf course, and you go, I, I kind of want to be like him as a professional golfer? Um, that's a good question. I feel like... Uh... Growing up, I've always looked at a bunch of different characters. Um, it's tricky because once you start playing, I think a part of you know coming out of college, coming uh, the professional mini tours and the web.com or McKenzie or whatever tour everyone's playing on, you sort of have to discover what kind of not even golfer, I guess, what kind of person you are internally. I think golf right. helps pull out you know everyone's uh, personality. You know, like you got to figure out who you are because you're up there playing golf in front of people and you have to feel comfortable in your own skin. And if you're not, you're not going to play your best golf. So I think growing up, I always looked at pretty much everybody. You know, I looked at, I, I looked at guys like Rory. I looked at guys like Ricky. I looked at guys like Tiger, guys like Phil, um, just, at, just to see, you know, how they reacted and how the crowd reacted to them just because I didn't really know, you know, as a young kid who I was. And so now that I'm out there, I guess I've sort of, come into my own mold um and i don't know where i stand or what i look like out there but i'm comfortable in you know how i behave on the course and, and, and how i am and you know i'd like to think it's it's just sort of like a, a mix of, of everyone you know i don't pull, get to pull high. all their best qualities <laughs> that's what you got to do you gotta, i'll take this guy's personality in the interviews i'll take this guy <laughs> when he has a great moment i'll take this guy when he struggles you know i mean for you I mean, you know, you talk about Jordan and Justin and the pressures that come with it, but, I mean, you win two times as a rookie and you win the Tour Championship and, uh, you know, your Rookie of the Year and all of these accolades come with it. Did the pressure change from year one to year two, knowing that not only are you – I mean, now you're kind of a guy. I mean, now you're a guy that it has been successful. You're a guy that's won big events, that's clutched up when he needed to in the biggest stages. You know, did it feel different this past year coming off of all that? It for sure did. I, I think the biggest pressure was the pressure that I put on myself more than anything else. Right. I just I feel like coming out after rookie year, it's just one year. It was just it was a really good golf that I was able to play, and everyone out there is able to play really good golf. You know, it's just what we talk about. It's, it's the when, and it's the opportunity. You know, and I had the opportunity, and I did it at the right time. And so, boom, here comes my rookie year, and I do these crazy things, but. I knew, you know, like I, this doesn't really prove anything yet. You know, it was just, it was like a short stint of really good golf. And, and so I put a ton of pressure on myself to win again right away to sort of put myself in that, you know, in that it factor of golfers that can play really good golf year round. Um, and so I think it was a learning experience. A little bit of that was I wanted or asked too much of myself or expected too much of myself just for being out there for a year and sort of got hit on the head a few times thinking, you know, that I'm better than I actually was. And, um, 
I feel like I've just been trying to go with the flow more in the last couple of months and, and sort of just learn from mistakes versus expecting to play great golf all the time. Yeah, you, you, it was funny. I was listening to a couple of things you said after the win in China, and you, you said you were going through your card before the playoff, and you didn't even realize you'd birdied the last two holes. You just kind of were in the zone, and you were going amongst, going kind of through your routine, and you went, oh, that's that's a nice finish, and of course it got you in the playoffs. So, yeah, maybe that's uh, maybe just kind of moseying around and, and enjoy the moment is, is the way to go. i got to ask you this. The putt on 18 at Eastlake. I was working PGA Tour Live. <laughs> And, you know, we're, and, and this is something broadcast, you know, we broadcast, we kind of got to, you know, we've got to wax poetically about whatever's going on, right? So if you're going to win, it's, you know, there's a rookie and he's second win, big moment, blah, 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 blah. And I'm doing that whole thing. And let me just say, it didn't go dead center. So as the man over the putt, as you hit it and everything that happened, you know, the next two seconds, what was going through your mind? I just, it, it was, it was the most genuine expression. I, I just started laughing because that's what I would just do. You know, I just, I, I was embarrassed. Um, I thought I missed the putt. So when it went in, I just started laughing like, wow, you idiot. You almost just ruined this moment. You know what I mean? Because there's no chance I would have made the next putt coming back after I lifted out. You know what I mean? I would have finished in like fourth place if I missed that putt. A three putt from um, a foot. I mean, you wouldn't be the first yeah. one to do it. Let me tell you that. Correct. And you just don't want to be in that, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking I was ever going to miss the putt. I just, maybe I was going through the process like, Oh, this is not a big deal. Kid. It's a two footer. Like you practice this all the time to win. Yada, yada, yada. You've never had this moment, but it's not going to be kid. And I just hit it and I just didn't hit a good putt. And <laughs> of course, it, you know, golf gods were on my side. That's so right. it, it horseshoed in. And so I just started laughing because it was honestly, it was a moment of embarrassment for me because I almost just blew this ridiculously incredible opportunity for myself. The, the good news is uh, the holes round and it did go in. And, uh, and again, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it was, it, it was a good thing for you. And I don't want to bring up some negative thing, but it was just, uh, it was one of those moments is, you know, you were watching and I was like, man, you know, as you said, you're kind of going, Ooh, that, that, that one snuck in. That'll work. Um, you know, you've played, you've played really well in your two U.S. Opens as a pro. You know, U.S. Opens historically have intimidated young players. I mean, it's not been an event that young players have played well in. You've got two top sixes already in the two starts you've had. Why is it that the U.S. Open seems to fit your game? Why do you feel so comfortable playing, you know, the, the ultimate test or the toughest test or whatever you want to call it? I feel like I look at the U.S. Opens and – Maybe when I arrive, everyone for my team and myself, I tell myself sort of, you know, this is a week of patience. Like you have to, you know, I just keep reminding myself that. Also, I feel like veterans and rookies are almost on the same playing field because USGA, trick, they trick up courses so much that it doesn't matter if you've played, you know, Torrey Pines a million times. If the USGA comes through and, and does what they do to golf courses, no one's ever seen a course like that. Or if someone has, it's only been once in their life. You know right. what I mean? So I feel like everyone's on a level playing field. Uh, so you can almost wipe the experience off the charts. And it's so whoever can sort of prepare the best for the week and be in the freshest mental state. Um, and, and being a younger guy, you know, you are scared at times, but usually, you know, being young and being fearless are sort of go hand in hand. So, just not being scared of the moment and, and sort of realizing, you know, this is almost a level playing field. Like I mean, this is anyone's week because this place is ridiculous. Um, and I think I have sort of that mindset going into those U.S. Opens that sort of panned out for me, I guess. We'll take one more break to let you know that hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring it's simple. 
It's fast and it's smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. That place is ZipRecruiter.com slash the clubhouse. ZipRecruiter sends you jobs to over a hundred of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. It's so effective. Listen to this. 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate through the site within one day. 80% with results like that. It's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is the highest rated hiring site in America. And right now, my listeners, you right now can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash clubhouse. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash clubhouse, C-L-U-B-H-O-U-S-E. You got it. ZipRecruiter.com slash clubhouse. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a patient. It's a it's a mental patience, right? I mean, it's just basically, you know, <laughs> never getting high or low in those in those situations. Any any tough event for goodness sakes, but you know, when you play a very, very difficult golf course, if you're not getting too up and not getting too down, that's gonna that's gonna bode well for you. I mean, Nicholas used to talk about all the guys that were complaining on the range before US Open. He goes, you know, those guys already lost. They were done. So I mean, I feel like you might have a, a great demeanor for that kind of major championship, and it'll probably work well for you. Here's a question for you, because you are in a very unique situation. You played a full season without Tiger and a full season with Tiger. Compare the two years. Compare the full Tiger in the field playing. You're there. You're you're in the situation. You may, you know maybe you're seeing him on the range versus the year before when he wasn't around. It's a simple answer. More buzz. <laughs> you know, uh, good or bad that you know that he's played performance you know coming out he was a little rusty um i played tory pines right when he came out and he was super rusty like it seemed like he wasn't ready to come back out he missed the cut i think he played with with dj and um day or, or it was a it was a big group yeah that sounds right yep and i got i got a sponsor's exemption so i was just off to the side but like you know the whole sort of wine together there and so every once in a while i'd see this massive crowd you know moving across the course um <laughs> You know, I'm on the other side of the property, staring across the way. I'm like, holy smokes, this is what it's like, I guess. And he's not even, you know, he wasn't even been back for more than a year. So, him coming back and playing well has just been incredible because it's sort of that buzz and the roars and everything I've watched on TV as a kid. Um, I feel like I get a little bit of an experience of what it's like when he's playing well. So it's. It's honestly been a treat for me, you know, and also I think that game of golf, watching it to a championship, that was just, you know, not even golf moments. It was one of the coolest, coolest sporting moments I've ever witnessed in my life. Just him walking through the crowd, being up, you know, in the clubhouse, like a, literally a kid, along with a thousand other people, you know, we're all just sitting there licking our chops, just watching him do his thing, you know, even though I played in the tournament against him. So um, I think everyone's really happy to see him playing well and, and we're all grateful for him to be back yeah i mean the buzz isn't going to go away for goodness sakes i mean the first event he's back at 19 it's going to be crazy and the Masters is going to be crazy i mean it's not going to it's not going to dissipate it's just only going to get louder and louder especially coming off that win i know you got to run i do want to ask you a question um i feel like you get the term sneaky long thrown around at you a lot when you hear the word this guy's sneaky long do you take it as a compliment or is it kind of annoying I think sneaky long is sort of right where I like to live. <laughs> so maybe, I don't know. Maybe, I don't it's, know. Maybe it's perfect. I, I don't, I, yeah. I don't really take it. I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm whatever. Five, ten, five, nine and a half without. So, you know, uh, 170 pounds. I don't, you don't look at me and be like, yeah, this guy should fly at 300 or 295 or, or whatever. So every once in a while when I get, you know, when I'm swinging a kid, I, I think I would consider myself sneaky long as well. 
So yeah, I think it's a fitting term. I was looking at your stats. I was looking at it before. And I mean, you know, you're like top 25 in distance. And I'm like, you know, I mean, I watch you play, you know, when we're doing a PJ tour live event, you know, and we've got you in our group and you watch it and it's, you know, two or three times around, you're like eight past JT or you're 10 past Dustin, or you're right there next to him. And you're going, he kind of beats it. You know, people kind of forget that he can kind of beat it. I mean, it must be nice. <laughs> like you said, it, it's always nice to surprise people, right? I mean, it's always nice if you kind of just kind of sneak up on somebody and they don't realize what's going on. So I, I like that the comp works for you. Xander, I appreciate the time, man. Uh, first of all, good luck in, in Dubai. And second, take some time off, man. Got to put the clubs away <laughs> for like at least a couple of weeks. Are you going to spend December away from the game? Yes, December will be a time that that'll be my off season. And then after I'm doing Kapalua, obviously, and I'll have some time off after that leading into the farmers. So I'll be home for the West Coast. So don't worry, I'll have my time off. <laughs> Do, when you're in December, like when you say you take time off, and, and you talked about this earlier, but I mean, will you not touch a club or is it very hard for you to go three, four, five days without, you know, grabbing your bags and going and hitting golf balls? Typically it's hard just because if my, you know, I haven't seen my buddies since I've been gone. So if, if, if they text me like, Hey, let's go play some golf, you know, you know, like I'm like, why, why golf? Can we do something else? But you know, usually I'll be like, yeah, it's fine. We can play some golf. But this year I think is the first time I've sort of been relaxed, you know, since I've turned pro um, just with, you know, the state of my game and, and mentally and just, the success we've had so i feel like you know I'm, i think i'll probably just not touch the club for like two weeks and sort nice. of see how that goes it's not something you know i haven't done that since i was in college or before that so looking forward to it yeah when you uh when you say you're going to go do something else that's not golf what do you do i mean what are like your hobbies when you're back in san diego well, if, i mean funny enough I'll, I'll probably travel just a little bit uh my girlfriend back home you know she's she isn't, she's working so she doesn't get to come out with me too much um so we'll probably go somewhere nice um that's an easy way to, to spend a week somewhere and then usually it's the beach you're just hanging out with friends but it's gonna be cold in december here so yeah. cool I mean, and now, now you better you better watch yeah. it there are people on the east coast listening to this right now yeah. they're that are just they are they are now making x xander signs because you said it's cold in san diego in the winter <laughs> i'm saying uh, for the beach for no, the beach no you don't I want to go in the water yeah you don't want to put your wetsuit on i got you all right man well i appreciate no. the time dude uh have, have a great uh, have a great time in dubai keep the uh keep the momentum rolling sounds good thanks man <clears throat> It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. A big thanks to Xander for jumping on. I love the fact that he added on some late scheduling event. That's unbelievable. A reminder, next Clubhouse podcast, we're going to give away a Titleist driver, so stay tuned for that and make sure you listen all the way through because we might throw the ad right there in the middle where you have to actually listen and you can't fast forward. A big thanks to Titleist. A big thanks to BetDSI. A big thanks to Podium. And, of course, ZipRecruiter. And last but not least, Ogio. Just reminds you that when it comes to golf equipment, we always want a brand new driver, a ball that goes five yards further. The one thing that never gets enough attention is the thing that holds and protects your clubs, and it is an essential part of your on-course fashion. That's your bag. Treat yourself to an upgrade today with the Ogio Cirrus bag. You can check out Ogio.com or your local golf retailer to get your hands on a Cirrus today. Stop carrying around that golf bag you've had since the 90s. It's time for an upgrade. Ogio, the world's best bags. Big thanks to everybody that listens. If you're a big fan or you like the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram and at the Clubhouse Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at the Clubhouse Pod. And if you send me a direct message on either of those platforms, um, I will gladly and happily send you a koozie and a couple of stickers and a tea. And guess what? You don't even have to pay me any money. All you got to do is ask. Send me a note. You listen to the podcast all the way through to this point. You, my friend, get a brand new koozie and sticker, and I'll throw in a few golf tees. 
in May. Hey, it'll brighten your day. Who doesn't like getting stuff in the mail? It's the best. Well, things that actually matter that you get in the mail. I think it's about one out of 75 now. Have a great weekend. Go try to play some golf. I'm going to play on Friday when you're listening to this podcast. So I'm going to up my number from 27 to at least 36 holes and hopefully more. And then I'm going to be recommitted to the game moving forward the rest of 2018. Hope you guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. 